Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 455. Keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, the ace man himself, Adam Corolla. Adam, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? i got a six-way harness on. It ain't even five. <laughs> Extra special. I love it when my guests come prepared. I'll try to keep the car between the lines and out of the guardrails, though, today. Adam Carolla is a comedian, actor, podcaster, radio personality, TV host, and New York Times bestselling author. Add to all this, Adam's also a vintage racer. You'll find the ace man Adam himself online at adamcarolla.com, the Adam Carolla Show, where you can listen to him weekly on his podcast, carcastshow.com, that you'll find on his website, iTunes, or the Adam Carolla mobile app. And he's recently produced a film winning The Racing Life of Paul Newman, it's available on DVD at Amazon, or you can watch it on Amazon Prime, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And also today, one lucky Cars Yes subscriber is going to get an autographed DVD of this awesome film from Adam himself. And by the way, your co-host, Matt DeAndrea, has been a guest here on Cars Yeah, so uh, it's nice to finally have you on the show. Adam, I told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment before I get into some of my questions and tell our listeners a little bit about your career, but mostly about your passion for automobiles? I started off as a carpenter in uh, the San Fernando Valley of, of Los Angeles. I made my way into being a boxing instructor at a certain point. I always had some motorcycles and some old Datsun 2000 Roadsters, a 240Z, things I could wrench on a little bit. But unfortunately, because I was a carpenter, I always had to drive a truck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of performance in a 84 Nissan standard bed <laughs> no, pickup truck with a much. vinyl bench seat in it. <laughs> so sadly, uh, I was always sort of confined to a truck. I didn't make a good enough living to have a sports car, you know, and a truck. I just pretty much could own a truck. So yeah. I always lamented the fact, and I would read all the car magazines and see the new Z car, the new Supra, or the new Porsche 944 turbos coming out. And I'm, I would just look at those price tags 
and just be like, <laughs> oh, <Yep>. my God. <laughs> and, you know, at some point when I was in my later 20s, I flirted with the idea of getting a Mitsubishi Starion that was like six years old or something. <laughs> but at a certain point, I, I made some money in Hollywood and show business. And once I, I started making money, I, I decided, well, I should get myself a decent car. And I started off with a E30 M3, first generation M3. Nice. Yeah. And, 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 well, I actually started off by just buying myself like a two-year-old Nissan Maxima from the dealer. <laughs> to me, that was the newest car that I could possibly ever even imagine. Like sure. people would say to me, you're in Hollywood. We're driving a Nissan Maxima. I'm like, are you kidding? This car is a year and a half old. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Awesome. <laughs> it was a big deal for me to drive like a regular head of air conditioning. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And then at a certain point, I just started realizing, you know, you can keep going with this hobby. And so I started getting into old Lamborghinis for some reason, and then old Datsun race cars, basically. And then, and then Newman race cars. You've had a lot of very cool cars, and we're going to touch on that a little bit. But as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that you live by, something that inspires you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. Adam, I know you love to drive, so take the wheel. I would say I have, I have a couple. Um, one is if, if it doesn't make you money and it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. Because I feel like <laughs> yeah. a lot of people spend a lot of time engaged and a lot of Twitter wars and things of that nature. They, they spend a lot of time hand-wringing and just sort of a lot of time doing things that don't really bring them any happiness, and they certainly don't put any money in their bank account. Right. And just see if you can limit the amount of time that you spend on things that don't make you money or don't make you happy. And then um, the next one is a, a simple one. It's on a, it's on a coffee mug and available at com. It's something I said to my assistant years ago when he screwed up royally. And then he paused and looked at me and said, but boss, I did my best. And I said to him, Matt, don't do your best. Do my best. <laughs> I like that one. So all you folks out there, don't do your best. Do my best. Do my best. Boy, I wish I'd had that years ago. Then I was running a large company and had a lot of people helping me uh, try to achieve things. I probably would have had some coffee thrown in my face. <laughs> Would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? You told us that great story about being a contractor and and then finally getting into business and finally being able to buy some cars that you always dreamt about. But is there a pivotal moment in your life, maybe when you were a kid, that you said, you know what, man, I am a car guy? I was always a rancher. You know, I was always interested in, in how things work. I was not so much, I mean, I mean, the greatest you know, we were, I grew up really poor, so we didn't really have much opportunity to do anything, but every once in a blue moon, somebody would celebrate their 10th birthday, the go-kart track, and that was a big deal oh, yeah. for me, just going to the go-kart track. I would be pumped about going to the go-kart track. <laughs> of course. So for me, it was more about the aesthetic and mechanical of it. I like driving the cars, but I, I really like prepping the cars for the race um, almost as much or even more in, a, in an odd way yeah. as I enjoy driving the cars. So, you know, to me, looking at one of those race cars, you know, a 917 and Gulf livery or something like that, 
from back in the day. I could remember just kind of staring at those cars. I think for me, I had a, when I lived in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, when I was about six years old, I got a, a large matchbox car, like the matchbox car, but the next size up. It was a, uh, it was a yellow Dino Ferrari. And I'm, I don't even really like Dinos today. And I, <laughs> I don't really like Ferraris in yellow, but I just stared at the shape of that thing. And, yeah. you know, this is, you know, circa 1974 or something. Sure. And, and I was just staring at it, just going, wow, this is, this is a beautiful shape. Yeah. I love the intakes that were molded into the doors for the rear engine or the mid engine and so forth. And I, I just remember really being smitten with the whole shape and aesthetic of it. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful cars. I had a detailing business as a kid, and one of my clients had one, and he was nice enough to let my uh, 16 years of life take that car into my hands and bring it back to my house, which I thought was pretty cool. And I was listening to your show the other day, CarCast. You had Alexis on your show, and you talked about sneaking away on a Saturday afternoon to spend three hours in your shop wrenching on a car, just having fun by yourself with the cars. So I understand what that's all about. Adam, I would love to take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood, get our hands a little dirty, obviously something you enjoy doing, and have you share a huge challenge, or even better, a big failure that you faced along the way in your career. The more important part of this is how did you overcome it? What did it teach you so you could move forward? You know, I I sort of, uh, I'm I'm looking at my Labrador puppy right now, <laughs> and uh, it's sort of reminding me of, I had a, 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 a blonde lab a few years back, and it was a lab, but it hated the water, and it, and, and it would not go near the swimming pool. And every once in a while, I would drag the dog into the swimming pool with us when the family was out there during the summertime. And I remember when I would drag Molly into the swimming pool, I would hold her and she would just be chugging, you know, just her dog paddling. And <laughs> and even if I just held her in place, uh-huh. she never stopped her legs churning. And she never stopped that breathing and just paddling for the stairs, even though she wasn't going anywhere because I was just standing there <laughs> sort of cradling her. And she was like, <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, that's kind of my approach to life. You know, mm-hmm. just, I get up in the morning, I start moving my legs. And, you know, if you if you choose my line of work, you're going to have more disappointment than success. But I never really look at it as disappointment. It's just, it's, it's just on to the next project. You know, I tell my wife all the time, oh, you don't get it. I work for free all the time. I get paid for a lot of stuff, but I also do a lot of projects, pilots and things like that. that they never see the light of day. Right. They never work out. But that, that's fine. That, that, that's what's going to happen when you're involved with so many endeavors. Yeah. So, you know, for me, too many people asking too many questions. You know, how'd you know the podcast was going to work out? How'd you know this? How'd you know that? I, I didn't know anything. <laughs> why, yeah. why would I know? There wasn't even a, people didn't even know what a podcast was seven years ago. Yeah. I didn't know any, I didn't have any answers. I didn't know anything. I knew I had to get up in the morning and start moving my legs. Yeah. And and that was about it. That's as far as I went with it. Well, there's an awesome takeaway for those entrepreneurs out there. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. Just keep moving your legs. You got to just keep moving, keep doing things. 
You know, you mentioned your podcast. My next question has to do with career aha moments. I would assume you've had many. I mean, you've chosen a really tough career to make a living at and all the different things you do and you've been so successful. But was there a moment with your podcast, kind of an aha when you went, you know what? I I think this is going to make some sense. People are going to actually listen. They're going to enjoy it. They're going to get something from it. Did you have an aha moment with CarCast? No, that I, you know, it's weird. And if I do, I don't count those moments. Um, I mean, recently Ted Cruz's people called and what an, an official endorsement, which is weird because <laughs> yeah. podcasters, you know, presidential candidates wanting endorsements from podcasters. Is, yeah, you know, come a long way. Hey, we've made it, baby. <laughs> yeah, but no, that I mean, the long and the short of it is, I don't count aha moments or even have them in my in my world i just have get up and start churning those legs moments (laughs) you know look some days are better than others and obviously some days you get a call and it says you know mazda wants to be involved in your blah 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 or castrol wants to pay you to blah 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 and you start realizing hey those are names we've heard of and they're big players in the space and they want to be involved with the podcast and isn't that a nice thing and but it doesn't really ever go down as an aha moment. It's always just get up and churn yeah. and things work out incrementally. And at some point it just becomes your, your career. But for me, it, it's just been seven years of getting up and going to work. Yeah. I haven't yeah. really even stood back and looked at it. Well, I've talked to a lot of people who know you personally. You've said, Man, that guy works hard, and I think that's the key message here you're trying to share with everyone out there is if you have a passion for something and a drive, you just have to work hard at it every day. Get up and move the legs. I love that metaphor. It's fantastic. Let's have a little bit of fun here. I'd like to know about your first really special car. Uh, That first car you went, oh, man, I think I finally made it. This is so cool. I think think that, that... BMW M3, I, I think that E30, that first generation, I yeah. think was my car because I, I remember when that car came out in 88, 89, I remember reading about it in my car magazines, being mm-hmm. a fairly young guy working construction and looking at the price tag of these cars back then, you know, I yeah. don't know what that thing stickered for, but it was probably like 34 grand or something in 1988. And, you know, I was making, you know, $11 an hour or something, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was maybe 12 bucks an hour. And I'm looking at these cars that are, you know, $41,000 or something like that. And, uh, I just remember going, God, I mean, who could, how could you buy this car? Yeah. Who could buy this car? How does this even work? <laughs> and and it, it, at some point when I got one, and then I uh, I leased uh, the next generation M3 as a as a daily driver, and I just thought, wow, that's nice. Yeah, just in a car with an M badge on it, <laughs> a daily driver. Oh, I know. I've had uh, two E36 M3s and two E46s. My car daily driver in my garage right now is my. E46 M3, and gosh, those cars are just so fun. They do everything. They're great for the street, but if you take them to the track and throw some slicks on them, they're awesome club driving day cars as well. So I like them as well. I want to talk a little bit about this film that you produced, Winning the Racing Life of Paul Newman. When I had Matt on, we talked about it, 
and I've watched it several times. It's a really, really cool film. I want to congratulate you on your success with that and, of course, with your podcast. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what prompted you to get involved in this project? I knew you have a passion for old Dotson's race cars. I'm sure that tied into it somehow. Yeah, I had Newman's race cars. I had a I had a few Newman race cars. I had his GT1 championship car from 85, and I had his GT1 championship car from 86. And I, they weren't really in condition for me to drive them, nor was I really up to the, the challenge of back in the day. But I, I just knew that Newman drove those cars. I knew that I had those cars. Mm-hmm. And I used to just kind of look at them and, and they, you know, they, they'd say Paul Newman on top of them and then you'd put your head inside and you'd see little pieces of tape around the around the steering wheel, maybe where he, he liked it and little handwritten stuff with a Sharpie and you know, on the dash with an arrow and say like, you know, diff cooler or something and a switch or cool suit, something with a switch on it. And a, nice. And I, I would sort of fantasize that, 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 that I bet you Paul wrote with the Sharpie mm-hmm. on the dash because everyone kind of dials in their, their car a little bit yeah. to how they, how they, what, what they want to be looking at as far as setting it up, the gauges, the switches, the, the things that kind of pay attention to. Yeah. And I just it would sort of imagine him, you know, really just sweating in this car <laughs> and this, this being, one of the most, uh, you know, the the place that he wanted to be the most yeah. kind of thing. And uh, at a certain point, uh, I read a book about Paul, and, I, and it really opened my eyes to a lot of a lot of the, the just how deeply he was involved with racing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's at that point, I just thought, you know, someone's going to make a movie about this, and uh, no one seems to be chronicling this, and. I seem to have all the, the information. I, I knew Bob Sharp, his team owner. I used to speak to Bob. We were friendly, and, and I used to ask him a little bit about the history of some of the cars, you know, some of the cars I had, some of the cars I didn't have or wanted to get. And uh, it just sort of made sense. And I, and I knew that I could talk to Bob and sit down with Bob and Sam Posey and guys like that. And yeah. And it just kind of fell together. It, made, it just made sense. Was there one one thing that you pulled out of this in, in the process of putting this together that really surprised you about um, Paul, about Paul Newman? It, it, it surprised me what a what a sort of regular guy he was, and and what an unHollywood guy he was, and how how he strived to be a regular guy, and and just how much he how much he didn't enjoy the limelight and or the the red carpet and paparazzi and that kind of stuff. And, but he really did enjoy hanging out at the track and talking to people at the track and spending time with the guys who also spend time at the track. And, uh, I mean, I knew he was into racing. I I didn't know how deeply into it he was until I, until I made this movie. And then it just sort of came out that he was not only deeply into it, but just, took it to his death basically yeah he was a serious guy you know that's what i pulled from it i enjoyed watching it multiple times and when i was done you just realize having been a car guy my whole life and having race cars this guy was a real car guy and he was a real guy you know just a guy's guy and the hollywood was this other thing that supplied him with money so he could go do what he really loved what he was really passionate about so yeah it was a great film and i'll remind our listeners that you can 
See this, uh, you can get a copy on Amazon, Amazon Prime, and as, this, as I said in the beginning, one of our lucky subscribers here at Cars Yeah is going to get an autographed DVD of this awesome film, Winning the Racing Life of Paul Newman, directly from Adam. So thank you for doing that, Adam. Very, very nice. My pleasure. Now here's a funny question for you. This is very introspective. If you were a car, what kind of car would Adam be, and why? Mm, let's see. Um... I'd like to think of myself as, I'm trying to think, I, I think I'd, I'd have a diesel power plant. <laughs> that fits, yeah. I, I think I'd have an inline six, you know, something that wasn't too high revving, but good torque. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to think of myself as, let's say, oh, I'm trying to think of the, uh, trying to think of the, um, International Harvester. <laughs> I think they made a four-wheeler for a while. Yeah. I think they made, uh, or maybe they just call it Scout, like International Scout or oh, yeah. something like that. Yeah. They made, I probably should research this a little. You guys can do it. <laughs> Scout made a car that was basically, they made a vehicle that was like a 73 Bronco, but it was a Scout. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Those are cool. And uh, I think you could get like a straight diesel with those things, and they'd probably just run forever. Mm-hmm. And they weren't really head turners, but they got the job done. Yeah. And they made a lot of torque, and they always fired up. And uh, I'll say a, a Scout or an International Scout. <laughs> I like it. The early 70s, four-wheel drive diesel power. I like it. You answered that very honestly. I appreciate that. So, Adam, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit, with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. All right, Adam, we are entering the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some really quick blips of the throttle 
answers. So you ready? Yep. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? You can't win the race on the first turn. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits? And I think you kind of already had alluded to this with the keep your legs moving, but a personal habit that you think has helped you be successful over the years? Attempt to internalize everything. So (laughs) if you go to the bank on Tuesday Uh at uh, 11 in the morning and the bank is closed, instead of saying, what the hell's wrong with this bank? Why are they closed on a Tuesday? Who's closed on a Tuesday at 11 o'clock? What kind of institution is this? Simply walk back to your car and think, next time, I'll call in advance. (laughs) Okay. This one was on me. This one was on me. Now, how about a resource? I know there's a ton out there, and you're a car guy. You probably go and see a lot of things online and so forth. But is there one in particular that you think our listeners would really enjoy? Of course, besides your podcast, which they should be listening to. Um, you mean something they might enjoy in the world of automotive? Yeah, you know, like bring a trailer or, uh, you know, maybe it's an app you get, you, you use a lot, or, you know, it's some website you always find yourself on dreaming about that next car. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a fun thing to do sometimes, uh, just a little fun car guy trick is, uh, like if you go to eBay mm-hmm. and you're, say you're looking for a Datsun or a Ferrari or a Maserati or anything, what's kind of fun is instead of just seeing 200,000 Nissan Sentras pop up, just hit the browser thing that says oldest to newest. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and you can start by looking at a bunch of old, cool stuff and weed out all the newer stuff that you ain't you ain't interested in. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Uh it's it's fun to just go dots and just go old to new. Oh and yeah. You'll start seeing a bunch of stuff from the fifties and stuff. Or for fun too, sometimes just go there and just go ex- most expensive to cheapest, any mm. car. Mm. And you'll just see a whole <laughs> bunch of really cool it immediately just puts all the cool cars at the top of the page for oh, you to yeah. look at. Yeah, that's uh, I've spent many too far an hour in the evening on eBay. My wife's yelling going are you coming to bed? I'm like, yeah, I'll be there in a couple hours. Right. Now, how about a book? You have authored a lot of great books. Is there one of your books in particular that you think our listeners definitely should get their hands on? I think uh, folks that enjoy your show would enjoy a book called uh, In 50 Years We'll All Be Chicks, which is my <laughs> first book. Yes. Possibly President Me, I think, which is my third book. Uh-huh. A lot of a lot of life philosophy and stories in there. Yeah, those are great, by the way. I've really got a great laugh reading those books. Uh, thanks for penning those for us. Sure. I'll remind our listeners you can find all these great resources at carsyad.com slash Adam Carolla. There's also a great place on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books where Adam's books and all the past guest book references are listed for quick, easy links to buy. All right, Adam, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy for a guy who loves cars like you. If you could have only one collector car, I'll include collector race car, vintage race car in this offering, but you can't sell to buy a bunch of other stuff with, so that little trick's off the table. But don't worry about the price, because today I'm going to take you shopping and buy you whatever you'd like. What would that one vehicle be, and more importantly, why? I would buy, well, I mean, now I can I can get this car and go, Go race it. You can do whatever you'd like. It could be a garage queen, which I don't think you're, I don't know if you're a garage queen kind of guy, but. Uh, I have some of that in me. I would say on the street side, a Lamborghini Miura SV. Ooh. I think that's about the prettiest 
car ever made and maybe the first supercar. Oh, um, goodness, yeah. So I, I do love the aesthetic of that car. And then uh, over on the track, uh, I mean, just in terms of having fun and and running with a fun group and all that kind of stuff, I would take uh, John Morton's BRE 510 Datsun from uh, back in the day. The car never lost. Pete Brock's a good dude. He's the B of BRE. Oh, yeah. And that's a car you could go throw around and and run with that B production or 2.5 Trans Am group. Yeah. Everyone, Alfa Romeos and a couple of Porsches in there, and everything's basically, you know, some 2002 BMWs, and everything's pretty equally prepared. Oh, yeah. And they just wind up, and they're momentum cars, and you just really have to drive them. And they're just fun and easy to work on. You can wrench on them yourself. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm friends with Peter. And, in fact, I think this weekend he's driving a restored 240Z that he did, kind of a commemorative BRE-Z from his home in Henderson over to Los Angeles for an event. Yeah, I'm going to go out to the Peterson and, uh, and say hi to him. Awesome. Cool. Very cool. Well, you've picked two really special cars. I'm going to let you get away with two. I usually make people narrow it down to one, but you're kind of a special guest for me here today. So. I'm going to let you get away with those two. Adam, you have taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories, and I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset, either in that Lamborghini Mir SV or John Morton's BRE 510? Well, I'll say what I say at the uh, end of every one of my CarCast podcasts, which is, Keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. I love that that sign-off. It's awesome. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about your CarCast show? You can go to adamcarolla.com, and it'll have all the podcasts that I do. I do a home improvement one. I do my daily one. And I'll do one with uh, Mark Garagos, the attorney. You know, it's all, it's all there at adamcarolla.com. Any live events, any racing events, any CarCast events, archives, it's all it's all there, and we, we put the cameras in the car, and we go around the track with them. So, yeah, it's you know, awesome. You can see what the event looks like from my point of view. Thanks for taking us along on those uh, those rides as well. That's pretty fun. I really like being uh, kind of next to you in the seat, if you will. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything Adam shared with us today at CarsYeah.com and his very own show notes page. Just type Adam in the search bar, and it'll pop right up. And, Adam, again, congratulations on uh, your success in the film Winning the Racing Life of Paul Newman. I want to thank you for being so generous by giving one away to one of our listeners today and, and uh, for spending some time with me. Thank you so much. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!